0: ever wondered if there is more to managing your money than the conventional financial advice we often receive? My clients who are female entrepreneurs like you decide to work with me because they are seeking advice on how to shift their money mindset and manage money a fun way, but most importantly, with biblical principle, so they can keep God's first in their life, business, and finance. In today's episode, I'm talking about the heart of stewarding money God's way and how it can transform not only your finance and business, but your entire life. Let's explore what it means to manage money God's way and how it differs from conventional financial advice. Get ready to unlock the secret of faithful financial stewardship so you can stop striving And chased after a number. Grab your Bible and go to Matthew 6. Let's start. Hi, I'm Reina, Christian Money Mindset and Fun Money Habit Coach and welcome to the Fun Money Habit Podcast. You will not be able to steward money wisely, earn without fear and go to the next level financially if you believe that money is evil and being wealthy is bad. Let's talk about money from a biblical perspective and learn what the Bible says about it so you can reach your personal finance goal while keeping your heart on Jesus. If you are a Christian female entrepreneur who wants to seek God's first, earn more without fear, leave that tree, build up your savings and make an impact, you are in the right place. It's time to uncover the limiting belief and the self-sabotaging habits that are keeping you stuck financially and let God heal your relationship with money. So grab your Bible, a pen and paper and let's do this. Guess what? I have been in your beautiful ears for one year. Wow! Can you believe it? It's been one year since I've started this podcast and it started in Tahiti. Thank you so much for your support, for your message, for your review. This has just been an amazing adventure and I'm so thankful that I get to serve you through those podcast episodes. And to celebrate, I would like to give away three free 20-minute laser-focused biblical money coaching calls for you only, my amazing listener. So if you're interested, click on the link below. First in, first serve. When that link is gone, that means that all the seats are taken. So if you want one, be quick to click on it. All right? If it's the first time that you hear about me, I have women who deal with two extremes, either the poverty money mindset or the prosperity money mindset. And I teach biblical truth where money is not evil or being wealthy is not bad, but your heart posture and how you use money could be the problem. So today we will explore an essential topic for Christian female entrepreneurs, managing money God's way. What does it actually mean and how does it differ than the conventional financial advice? I will take wisdom from the beautiful book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 to 34 to illustrate the path to faithful stewardship and how to keep God's first. Little bit of caution. Please, if at any point you feel like I'm calling you out, I'm glad. Because now is the best time to repent and ask for forgiveness. Okay, I'm doing this with love. Okay, my mission is to help you and I want you and I to be a good steward and have a strong relationship with God above anything else. So grab your Bible and let's start. Let's first look at Matthew 6, 19 to 21. This is what it says. Don't store up treasures here on earth, where moth eat them and rust destroy them, and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven, where moth and rust cannot destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will be also. This passage reminds us of the importance of our heart's posture. Have you made money and success your main focus? Are you trusting money and thinking that it will make you feel secure the more you have? Let me give you a few other passages that explain my point. Job 31. In this passage, Job is sharing his final protest of innocence. And this is what it says in verse 24 and 25. Have I put my trust in money or felt secure because of my goal? Have I gloated about my wealth and all that I own? What will be your answer to those questions? Would you say yes or would you say no? Ecclesiastes 5.10 says, Those who love money will never have enough. How meaningless to think that wealth brings true happiness. Another verse to reinforce my point. Luke 12 21. Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth but not have a rich relationship with God. So managing money God's way is not just about the numbers, it's about what truly matters and keeping God in the center of your heart. When you shift your money mindset, you can set your heart on eternal treasures instead of temporary and fleeting material possession. It is not something easy to do in the world that we live in because it's all about materialism, having more success and so forth and so on. Now let's read Matthew 6, 22 and 23. Your eyes is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eyes is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. Here we need to remember that the verses above Jesus is talking about money and possession. So the verse I just read highlight a great point about what you are focusing on, and again, your heart posture. Is your eyes triggered by the things of this world and make you crave for what it has to offer? Do you sin by coveting your neighbor's stuff, envying somebody else's success, or striving because you crave more money and more success? Again. I'm not putting anybody down here. I want us to ask the right question so we can see if our heart is in the right place. Let's read together the first part of Jeremiah 22 17. He says, But you, you have eyes only for greed and dishonesty. When you look at dealing with finance the conventional way, is easy for darkness to creep in with an unhealthy focus on materialism and that can totally consume you. So again, check your heart motive because at the end of the verse that I read earlier on and it's repeating again in Luke 11 35, it says, make sure that the light you think you have is not actually darkness. We all fall short and sin against God thank you, Jesus, because you and I were once full of darkness, but now we have light from the Lord. So we ought to live as people of light in this world and do things differently when it comes to our finance and our business. When we have a healthy and biblical perspective of money, our finance is simply a tool to help share the gospel. And so we can bring Jesus into this dark world Because he is the truth, the light and the way. Managing money God's way keeps your vision and your heart focused on Jesus with a clear path to actually advance his kingdom. This is what I'm so passionate about. And I want to help you shift those mindset and those really unhealthy spending habits. Matthew 6.24 says, No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other. Or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Wow, well, this is a profound revelation. It teaches us that we must make a choice. Will money rule over our life? Or will we let God guide our financial decisions? We got to choose. 1 John two fifteen and 16 says... Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye and the pride of life comes not from the Father but from the world. Can you see again those words repeating the eyes, the lust, pride? It's all about greed envy, covetousness, loving and craving for materialistic things. When you manage money God's way, you wholeheartedly embrace God as your ultimate master. Right He is first, and you will find freedom from that endless pursuit of wealth. You will do your work with excellence because you're doing it for the Lord. You're doing it because God has put a calling on your life to serve others to love them through what you do, to get income and then reinvest that into the kingdom of God. Spread the good news. That's the mission that we are on all together. When I work with my clients, I have some that feel so scared, like they don't have enough money or they feel that they don't have enough when they actually have money in the bank. On the other hand, I have others who earn really good money but they don't know how to manage it. So they quote call. tell me, I'm tired of being broke and have nothing to show for my hard work. And I know that I'm earning good money. So it got to stop. They all are becoming increasingly drained by that relentless pursuit of more. So if it sounds like you too, you need to work on your money mindset and financial stewardship, placing God at the center of your business and your financial decision. Your business is not just about profit. It's about making a positive impact, providing value, and being God's ambassador here on earth. Please remember that. Let's go back to Matthew 6, 25, 27. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what will you eat or drink, or about your body, what will you wear? Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air; they do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to their life? These passages remind us of God's provision. When you manage money God's way, you shift your focus from anxiety about material needs to faith in God's care. It's a beautiful realization that God's value you immensely and he will provide you with all that you need according to his great will, which is pleasing, good and perfect. Now, in verse 28 and 32, Jesus continues and says, And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor and spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon, in all his splendor, was dressed like one of these. If this is how God clothed the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown in the fire tomorrow, will he not much more clothe you? So do not worry, you of little faith. So do not worry, saying, what will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what will we wear? For the pagan run after all these things, and your heavenly fathers knows that you need them. Wow. This passage is amazing because is showing the difference between Christian and non-Christian. You see, the non-Christian, the pagan, are chasing after all the things of this world. But God is telling you of the importance of having faith in God's provision. When we worry about our needs, we essentially express doubt in God's care. So this is a very powerful reminder that we must put our trust in our heavenly Father who knows our need and the most beautiful thing, he cares for us. And there are so many other passages in the Bible that talk to us about that. So please, if you feel that this is a problem, go back and find them in your Bible, all right? Now to finish, Matthew 6, 33 and 34, here Jesus says, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. When you manage money God's way, you don't worry, but you trust and seek God first about all else. So here's what I want you to remember. To recap the habits that you need to start implementing today. One, check your heart posture. Two, don't let greed and envy sneaking. Don't crave the things of this world. Three, choose your master wisely. Don't love money. Four, trust that God is your provider. Five, release worry by having faith in his provision. And last one, seek God's first. So as we conclude today's episode, remember that managing money God's way is not about rejecting financial wealth or financial success. It's about embracing stewardship, okay? Focusing on eternal treasure and finding joy in God and His plan for you. So after listening to all that I'm saying, if you find that you've been a little bit cold out, I want you to go back to your father in prayer and ask again, repent and forgiveness. And when you're ready to transform your relationship with money through biblical principle. By shifting your money mindset or creating fun money habit and inviting God to guide your financial decision, I would love to help. So just please book a call and then I can create a tailor plan just for you, all right? So let's work together on making a bigger impact in this dark world and amplifying the message of Jesus. Remember, your journey of faithful financial stewardship begins with a decision to do things differently for God's glory. Thank you again so much for listening. God bless you, bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a review and don't forget to share the podcast so others can find it too. If you're ready to steward your money wisely and shift your money mindset, jump on a free call so you can get some clarity on what you should be doing next to reach your money goal, become financially confident and honor God. I cannot wait to talk to you. It's time to create fun money habit, let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money. But remember, true wealth is found in Christ alone. Have a blessed day.